we about to get live. Let's start the show. edition of the Marty Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one and only Dallin Throw, Mark Taylor. Yo, it is another hot day in the house, in Fuego City in the world. It is October 16th. We're talking highs of 95, A-lows of 81. This is season six, episode 34, excerpt 227 of the Marty Sports Podcast. Podcast. I thank you again for coming through and taking some time out to yap with your boy. Listen, we got a lot to get into today. Listen, apparently the bell has been rung. I forgot there wasn't any Thursday night football, but we got a big fight weekend coming up for you. And it looks like some of those vacancies in the NBA is starting to get locked up. We're going to get into all that and more in just a minute. But you know what I say, regardless of the time. Take that, take that, take that. And regardless of the weather. You play to win the game. Hello? It's always a good time to talk some sports. So... Let's start talking. Back at it like a sports fanatic. My T Sports. B. B. Like, this is a good week. This was a good day. I always like taking that day off, but let's let's get right into it as we got some breaking news. When we when we when we last spoke on Wednesday, there was something in there was something in the workings. There was something in the makings. There was actions being taken. There was there were things happening. And we just needed them to to finalize. We just needed them to come to their uh, to come to their end, and that finally did. And that's is how we got our breaking news of the day. First of all, first of all, first things first. You can ring my bell, ring my bell, my bell, ring, ring, ring. Listen, Patrick, your end zone is my home's. Just got himself a new weapon. Andy Reid, the true offensive genius. The true quarterback whisperer. Just got his team and his quarterback a brand new weapon. And that happens to be the one, the only, the former New York Jet, Le'Veon Bell. The bell has been rung and he has found himself a new home and he is singing the sing-song song of champions. Hmm. 
Let me listen. Let me just let you know, guys, that once Le'Veon Bell was released from the New York Jets around Wednesday at 4 p.m. And I'll and and as we as we spoke about on the air here, but you can catch that episode coming up pretty soon. They had to clear waivers. If you didn't catch the live episode, that is. They, they're gonna have to clear waivers. Or, or he had to clear waivers. And once he cleared waivers, we knew that there was gonna be a bunch of teams that that would want Le'Veon Bell. If not damn near all the teams. But we also assumed that Le'Veon Bell would only want to go to a playoff contending team. But apparently, Le'Veon Bell was a little pettier than that. Maybe he was a little pettier than that. Or maybe he just threw a couple of names in there. I forgot I got to talk about this bullshit, too. We talking about Major League Baseball in the back. Um, but there were just... Le'Veon Bell was just was just petty enough. And maybe he wasn't petty, right? Maybe two of these games, maybe two of these teams were never really, or maybe one of them were never really an option. But we spoke about some of the teams that he said he was going to go to. He said he wanted to go play for the Miami Dolphins. We didn't think that was a real option. Just like if, just like not playing for the Arizona Cardinals, we didn't think was going to be a real option for Le'Veon Bell because we would assume that Le'Veon Bell is going to want, what's going on, what's going on, Paul? I'm sorry, I'm, I'm off camera doing a little something, something real, because you know, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but, um, we, we automatically assumed he was going to go sign to a contender. So one of the first teams we heard he was going to go to was the Miami Dolphins. We didn't think he was going to go to the Dolphins. For the same reason, we didn't think he was going to go to the Arizona Cardinals. And that's the simple fact that he wants to go to a team. If, if Le'Veon Bell is going to go through all of this that he's going to go through again, he's going to go for a winner. He used to play for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He already got his money now. And so let me also let you guys know this. He already got his money. Because late, because because of how inept the, the New York Jets are, because of the fact that the New York Jets suck, 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 That's how big of a donkey dick that they suck, right? Suck so bad that not only did they turn one of the best running backs in the league into the worst running back into the league, I know. They also now have to pay him his money because they've waited so long. They've also devalued him, but to get but all the money on his contract, nobody was willing to take that on. That's the reason why they had to just cut him, and let and 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 it was, and teams waited till he till he came off of waivers, and now teams can sign him for peanuts on the dollar while the New York Jets are responsible for the remaining six million dollars on his contract. So we automatically assumed he was going to go to a contender because it would only make sense, right? You leave, you leave your home of Pittsburgh. You now have all of your. You, you sat out one year already. You might as well feel like you sat out for three years now because playing for the Jets is just basically just just feels like you only you only play preseason games. What's going on, Weed Man and Poe? He already had his money. So for Le'Veon Bell, it's going to be a playoff contender. So then, the other name that we heard were the Bills. The Bills was one of those teams that we thought that he would play for. The Bills was one of those teams that we assumed was a contender. The Bills were a team that now, and when we say contender, we're not just talking about playoff contender. We're talking about with Le'Veon Bell, are you a Super Bowl contender? Does Le'Veon Bell help you reach the promise line or help push you over the top? Arizona wasn't there. We think Buffalo was there. We thought we, we threw a couple of names out there. He didn't mention the New England Patriots. We didn't hear any mention of the New Orleans Saints. We didn't hear any mention of any of the L.A. teams, obviously. So, there was going to be a... We even sat here, like I said, a couple days ago and gave you guys a very limited amount of teams he was going to go to. And one of the ones that we mentioned was your Patrick is my homes. I mean, <laughs> Patrick, your end zone is my homes. And he goes to join the Kansas City Chiefs, who, who we spoke about. Because they are Super Bowl contending team. Now, his three choices were the Finns, the Bills, and the Chiefs. I know. 
Now the thing about this, right? As we as we sat here and we assumed that he would that he would only want to go to playoff teams. We consider we're gonna call Le'Veon Bell just a little bit petty here, just a little bit petty here, because the three teams that he picked were the Finns, the Bills, and the Chiefs. And guess who happens to be the New York Jets' next three? Oh, we gave him the stinky leg. I can't wait to talk about this later. Lopez and Lomachenko. <laughs> His three top, his top three teams he wanted to go to were the Finns, the Bills, and the Chiefs. And the Finns, the Bills, and the Chiefs just happened to be the New York Jets' next three opponents. <laughs> now, if that isn't petty, I don't know what petty is because we know the fit, the, the Miami Dolphins definitely was not an option. And that's where he fucked up at. If he would have just said New England Patriots, the Bills, and the Chiefs, we would have been like, okay, okay. He wants to go to nothing but winners. He's trying to get a chip. But when he do the fins in there, we knew this was purely about revenge. And we also knew that he said that just so the New York Jets knew how unhappy he was with them and the fact that he'll be coming after them. Whenever he does see them, because that game, I got, I got, I got a freebie for you. I got, I got, I got a freebie for you. Just, just, just to let you know, right? Because I don't, I don't give out these too often. But every once in a while, you, you just kind of stumble, you just kind of stumble across this, right? So I got a freebie for you. Play that sound up for me. The mighty fantasy football tips, <laughs> not winning tips. Just tips, tips, tips. Just the tip? Just the tip! Just the tip! Let's just say what I want involves much more than just the tips. Just the tips. What I want is much more than just the tips. If you, if you have Le'Veon Bell, in your on your fantasy team, I guarantee you, you're gonna want to play him against the New York Jets. He's gonna have 150 yards and two touchdowns. I'm telling you right now, he is gonna ball till he falls. The other fantasy football tip: if for some reason you didn't have Le'Veon Bell on your squad or on your team in fantasy because you were like, you know what? He is playing for the disgusting team known as the New York Jets. Like, they might as well be the Washington football team. They don't deserve a name. That's how bad they are. It's just a matter of time before they get rid of the gays. It's just, it's just a matter of time. So, if you, so my fantasy tip to you is that if you don't have Le'Veon Bell, the second one, if you don't have Le'Veon Bell in your lineup, if Le'Veon Bell is still happens to be a free agent on your squad, right, or in your league, go get him. Go get him because he is now doing a complete 180, not 360. We're not trying to get him back to the point where, he, where he's back to the Jets. He's doing a complete 180 about face. And he is... School is hard. It's tiring. It's 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 very encompassing. <laughs> it's, it's it's very involved. It's it's a lot of technical shit. Um, to be honest with you, like thank God that the the source material that they're giving you, I we got to keep, so that even after we're done with everything, we could just I could you could just constantly keep going over it, keep going and keep going over it until these things start, you know, becoming, um, become, so basically, I'm just gonna keep, I just keep shit on repeat, like it's fucking audio books, and I shower with that shit on, I'd be like, okay, so how, how, how do I do binary code? All right, that's ones and zeros and zeros and ones as I walk, you know, yeah, <laughs> as I scrub my ones and zeros, I'm thinking binary. <laughs> basically, basically, basically. But, just like I'm trying to program my mind with that, Le'Veon Bell is gonna be a is gonna be a person that you're gonna to want to get in your lineup. If you don't have him as of yet, you're gonna to want to add him in there. He's, he's doing a complete 180. 
He is he is he is completely gonna whatever you thought he was, whatever problems you thought he had, he no longer has that. Le'Veon Bell is now truly with a quarterback whisperer. He is truly with a great offensive mind. Jets fans, I feel sorry for you because in three weeks, now because I understand you've been disgusted now with, with, with Adam Gase since last year. You've been very disgusted ever since you've seen Steady, Steady, Teddy take your former weapon and make him look like a 1,500-yard receiver. You now, you're now going to see what a true quarterback whisperer is, what a true great offensive mind is. And you're going to see Le'Veon Bell do things that you have, that you forgot that he can do because he has been in the black hole of football. No, no, listen, they have said that Cleveland is where you send players for their career to die. No, au contraire, mon frere. The New York Jets is where you send players for their career to die as long as they're being led by the gays. We're going to take a quick, quick break. We're going to come right back because we got some other football news for you. We got some big fights coming up this weekend. We got the NBA carousel still coming up, and we only got 45 minutes to get into it all. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Don't you go nowhere. You know what they like to say, don't you bust that nut just yet. I want you all to remember, the change you want begins with you. Your vote matters. So don't just register to vote. Go out and vote and begin making the change you want. I got the on loop? I do. Okay, we are back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am still your host, the one annoying, Donald Tomar Taylor. Please do not forget that um, in just about three weeks or so, um, you're going to be able to vote. Make sure you take yourselves down to those phone booths. Also, look up in your local area. I am pretty sure that you can find when the early voting days in your area is. If you haven't registered to vote, don't forget that you could go right on the website, mytsports.net, and click on the vote thing. And you, I think you still have time to register to vote. So make sure you get yourself registered to vote. Because remember, the changes that that you really want starts with you. Vote, B. So as we continue to talk about the NFL, right? Because we said Kansas City Chiefs have now got their have now got their bell cow. Literally, they have their bell cow. That's gonna help take. That's gonna help possibly take them into the promised land. And I'm telling you right now, I think I picked against the Kansas City Chiefs to win the next game. I think I picked Buffalo to come away with this victory. I am regretting that pick. I am so. Regretting that pick if that's what I did there. I did not do that there. But there is one pick that I am regretting, and that is picking the Atlanta. I, I, I have picked the Atlanta. What's going on, Mark? I picked the Atlanta Falcons to come away with a victory finally this year. And what do it, the Atlanta Falcons do in all kinds of Falkyrian modes? They catch the COVID, beam, and their whole entire shit is now shut down. Now, after they started out a season without winning one game, they fired their head coach now. They fired a GM, and now guess what? You're not even allowed in the building. And I picked that team to win. I regretted that the moment I did it, and now I regret it even more. I deserve a Hitmoli double slap for that shit. Like, Jesus, what was I thinking? Stupid, stupid, stupid. Like, I, I need a Puerto Rican girlfriend right now just to tell me how stupid I am. Like, I, I swear. <laughs> like, it's one of those kind of things. You know, like, oh my goodness. So the COVID strikes again, 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 again. I don't know which again we're on. Apparently, like, again, again is, is, the, new, is, is the new model. You know what I mean? Like, so... Atlanta Falcons, they get struck with COVID. So now they're told to shut their whole shit down. And we don't know if they're gonna be able to gonna be able to play this week. So 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 that's up in the air. And and, and to be honest with you, all of this shit is up in the air because this should have been football on last night. But oh, excuse me. That was the vodka coming up. Damn. <laughs> that shit had me doing it. Look like I was about to have an exorcism. <laughs> 
They need a bubble. They, they, they do need to bubble. Like, one word, the NFL needs to bubble. But it wasn't Thursday night football last night. And the reason it wasn't Thursday night football because COVID striked again, again, again. So they had to shut that shit down Thursday. I'm over here sitting, like, what the fuck am I going to watch on Thursday night? There's nothing, like, literally. I was like, what the fuck am I going to watch? And the only thing that was on was disappointing baseball. The fucking Dodgers, they lost. They down 3-1 to the fucking um, um, Atlanta fucks, Braves, right? Then we, then we, then we got the Houston, the, the cheating ass trolls. They won two games after they were on the verge of being swept. I don't know what the fuck the Rays are doing, but they need to hurry up and and, and and not allow this team to fucking win because the last thing we need we need are the fucking Houston Astros that have any kind of validation to their last two cheating seasons. Fuck out of here. No respect, B. No respect. Go ask your if you if you're in baseball, go ask your baseball community how they think about the Astros. Go ask those coaches. Go ask those skippers. Go ask, uh, if you have if 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 you're in a league that you that that you have that you're fortunate enough to have scouts come out to your area. Go ask them how they feel about the Astros. I've asked them in personal conversations. They disgraced by them. Disgraced by them. The Indianapolis Colts. They also popped up hot for COVID again, again, again. But luckily for them, at least, that it's, it came out to say that they had a bunch of false positives. So they are going to be able to resume their football activity. Your favorite wide receiver, Odell Beckham, your favorite wide receiver and all-time dirty player, Odell Beckham Judah, right? He also comes down with an illness that is forcing him to separate himself from the team. FIU, in case you don't realize what's going on, time after time after time after time again, people are coming up and they're saying, <coughs> I think I'm getting the black lung, Bob. They just get sick. FIU, Florida International University. They just had to postpone their game against Charlotte. Shut down all of their shit. Shut it down. Shut, shut it down. Shut it down! Shut, shut it down! I'm gonna need that drop now. I'm, 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 I'm after. I'm, I'm after. What you mean you can't hear me? I could be heard everywhere. I'm seeing my mic. I'm seeing everything. What are you talking about, B? I don't know. I think it could just be you. Can you guys hear me? I think. Listen, if you're the only one, Mark, you, it could just be you. Okay, then it was just you. You had a glitch. So, so don't be interrupting me for glitches that you have in the Matrix. This, this was a you problem. This was a this was a that Ali. I'm about, I'm about to throw this at him. This was a user interface problem. Like this was on the user level, okay? <laughs> so FIU shut their shit down recently, so they're not gonna be able to take the field against Charlotte due to the fact that due to the fact that they just caught um their team just got COVID. Nick Saban, head coach for the um for 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 Alabama. Why can't I think of Alabama's name? Why can't I think of the Alabama team's name? Like, why? Why is that? Why? Why can't I think of Alabama's name? For some reason, like for two, like for two days now, I've been trying to remember the Alabama college football team's name, and I can't remember it for shit. All I can remember is Roll Tide, but they're not called the Alabama Roll Tides. That's just what they do. They roll. But you know, over here, when you go to the Nate Dogg School of Medicine, there's something else you roll, if you know what I'm saying. Smoke weed every day. He said it, not me. So you got Nick Saban and Odell Beckham Jr., both um, with, with various illnesses, and they're being separated. Nick Saban, he came out with, with COVID-19. Odell Beckham Jr., he just has an illness. And due to whatever illness that they have, they don't they didn't say that he had COVID. They just said an illness. But before, because of the fact that it is an illness, he is definitely being forced to separate from the team. Basically, that is pro protocol now in the NFL um, um, sports. And even if you are just ill, we don't know what the fuck you got, stay the fuck away. And you know what? Can't blame him. Can't blame him. That's a, that's, that's a good motto to have. Like, like stay, stay the fuck away before you catch these hands. And speaking of catching hands, oh, man. Yo, can I get, can I? Ooh, we got a big fight weekend coming at you this weekend. Like, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. First, you throw at me a fight with Lomo. 
And before I even know who he was fighting, I'm like, yo, any fight with Lomo was a goat for me. Hot on the roof, Brooklyn Zoo. That's how we do. And then I found out he was fighting somebody from my Brooklyn Zoo. So you know how we do. I got to show Brooklyn love. Spread love is the Brooklyn way. That's, I, I, I got to, but I'm telling you. Teofimo Lopez, the IBF World Lightweight Champion. He's going to take on Vasali Lomachenko. Lopez, undefeated, 15-0, 12 knockouts, 80% of his fights. Go night-night, nigga. Vasali Lomachenko, 14-1, 10 knockouts. One of the most beautiful boxers that you've ever seen. When I'm talking about beauty in the ring, I really mean beauty in the ring. Like, it, like I'm talking about like his daddy put him in ballerina school. So much beauty in the ring. Listen, he'll curtsy on you and catch you on the chin if you know what I'm saying. Don't come this way half stepping. And the boy Lomachenko, WBA champion, WBO champion, Rig Minus E lightweight champion, WBA, WBO featherweight champion, junior lightweight champion. He is trying to solidify four of them things. And that's on ESPN. That's free. That's for the free 99. That's for the low ski, for the bro ski, on the Rue Brooklyn Zoo. So, so even if you don't, even if you don't have ESPN, ESPN is always an easy way to find. Listen, I'm pretty sure you got an auntie somewhere that you can be like, yo, auntie, let me borrow your, let me borrow your ESPN um, thing real quick, so I can just watch this one fight for the night. Listen, I, I'll, I'll, I'll sign out right after this. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm pretty sure you got somebody somewhere that be like, yo, bro, yo, bro, yo, 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 hook me up real quick. Yo, yo, bro, yo, yo, let me, let me, let me catch that ESPN shit. Yo, I'll come over. Like, 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 listen, I'll, I'll give you two beers. I'll give you two beers and a bowl. You know what I mean? If you, if you stream your ESPN on my TV. <laughs> but this fight is worth the watch. Just alone here in Lomachenko's going to fight is worth a draw. He is one of the most beautiful fighters that you will ever see. Like, I, I mean, it is really poetry in motion. Like, like, shout out to Poe. Like, make sure you guys get yourself a good reading. Right, just go to holyshift.com and get yourself a reading today. Listen, that wasn't even sports worthy, but listen, even ESPN had to break news on that one. <clears throat> just hearing him fight alone is special. But then when you find out, yo, when you find out. That he's fighting Brooklyn Zone? The Brooklyn champ? The knockout poppy? Teofimo Lopez? I'm sorry, I love, listen. You guys know me for now. You guys have been, we've been doing this now for six years. You know when I'm talking straight down the middle sports, and you know when I got some favoritism in me. You know when I'm going with the heart here. And my heart says I can't go against Brooklyn for shit. I love me some Lomo. But the Brooklyn pride in me says, yo, Lopez could catch him with one B. Yo, and if he yo, and if he put you on, if he catch you on the chin, you may hear that ding ding ding. And we coming away with the win. Brooklyn's in the house. Without a doubt. <laughs> like this is a this is a really good fight to catch. This is a fight that you're gonna want to see. Loma, Lopez, I think, is only like 23 years old. Lomachenko is 34 years old. Lomachenko has had almost 400 professional fights. To be exact, I think, I mean, um, amateur fights. To be exact, I think it may be 397. I told, I told my sister and I had my niece watching Lomo videos. Listen, you better have one of them coming up with that password. <laughs> you better be like, yo, sis, I need, I need your ESPN password for one day. <laughs> Excuse me. Like, you're going to have to tell them to come off of that. It's okay. They'll be alright. They, they can sign you in. They, they can sign you in straight from where they're at. You put on your portable device and next to you know you watching fights. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I think you know what I mean. <laughs> but that's on ESPN. And that's the boxing matches. And that's just one and that's just the beginning of it. There's a lot, there's a little bit more coming on that weekend. But you know what? I'm gonna wanna take one more quick break.
I'm gonna come back. And we gonna finish out the podcast. We gonna finish out the podcast strong. I'm strong. They didn't join this team to win championships or become famous. They joined because there is important work to be done. I joined for bad news. And needs. only some able to do it. They are brighter, better educated, led, and equipped than any team in history. They are doctors, lawyers, engineers, technologists, and combat troops, all prepared for whatever comes their way. You'll find them where the lights don't flash, and the only contract they sign is with themselves and their country. One day, they may be asked what they did to make a difference in this world, and they can respond, I became a soldier. Back to the My Sports Podcast. I'm your host, the one and only Donald Martella, aka the Brooklyn Buster, aka the One Take Wonder, aka Work Hard, Smoke Harder, aka the Motor Mouth of the South, aka Mr. Energy himself. Breaking news. Look like Les. Ma- no, dude, I know you heard me say breaking news. <laughs> it looks like Les Miles will not be traveling with his team. I'm gonna wait for that to pop back up again across my uh, across the radar and see what's going on with that. I'm not quite sure what kind of what, what's going on with Les Miles if if that's COVID related or if that's something else related. But it looks like he will not be traveling with his team as as of right now. And we're gonna we're gonna keep that in. in, in and we're gonna keep that up to date for you. We'll see if we get an update today. If not, we'll you know obviously we'll talk about this another day on the podcast. All right. So now let's let's talk, now talking about other days, right? But really, we're talking about the same day here because on while because while you're gonna get on regular ESPN heavyweight, I mean this championship fight between Lomachenko and Teofimo Lopez. And Teofimo Lopez is not no sleeper. Go look at the go look at the Brooklyn kid. There's a reason why he's 15 and 0. There's a reason why he's knocked out 12 of his opponents. Like listen. Like, like he, he he got that Brooklyn swag, but if you sleep on him, your chin will get tagged. Don't slip. I don't know, rule Brooklyn Zoo. I'm coming for you, babe. I'm coming for you. Yeah, you guys just wait. You guys just wait. Halloween 2022 gonna be on fire. <laughs> just like that's like tomorrow night is gonna be on fire because in the same night on ESPN Plus we're gonna have UFC 180. And if UFC 180, you're gonna see the Korean zombie Chan Sung Zoon, the number two. I'm sorry, he's he's the number four in the world in his uh, um in his weight class, taking on the number two Brian Ortega. And those are the only ones that's gonna be fighting. You are also gonna catch the blonde fighter, the number one contender, taking on Jessica Andrade. We're talking about Caitlin Choke again. I swear to God, that's her name. And, and I'm glad I got the H in there, because without the H, her name would be Cock again. But, <laughs> I'm sorry, it'd be Cook again. See, I have a perverted mind. My bad. But her name is Choke again. Caitlin Choke again. That's a hell of a name to have such a, to have a 14 and 3 record and to be the number one, be the number one fighter in the world. But maybe those three losses always happens to be when she's up for the, when she's up for the belt. And if that's the case, I guess having the, the name Choke again is a very fitting name. Or, you know what? I'm not even going to go down that road. I'm not even going to go down that road route about, about Choke again. Because you know what? Her sexual life has nothing to do with it. And, and neither does her preference in males. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We're going to leave all of that out the window. So make sure you guys, you, you guys, you guys tune in. To, you guys find a way to just to catch ESPN sometime this weekend. You get yourselves into, in, into watching those fights because... Big fight weekends, like, if you've never seen Lomachenko fight, you're going to be in for a treat. The experts are being very respectful here, as, as, as they would, as they should. Now, I told you how I feel from the Brooklyn standpoint, that, I got, that I'm, picking, I'm picking Lopez to win. From a realistic standpoint, I got Lomachenko knocking him out in four. Now, I got to get this junior garlic butter burger from, from, from Sonic's. Shit, call, they calling me. They calling me. But seriously, but if I, if you had asked me all seriously, yes, 
Lomachenko goes, Lomachenko knocks him out in four. It goes night night. Next thing you know, we're talking about the next fight and we're talking about how great he is. Listen, if you if you've been watching boxing, there's only about one another boxer that you can consider that maybe pound for pound best in the world other than Lomachenko, and that is that dude Crawford. Like like that that, that dude Crawford, he is nasty as well. Like he is another beautiful fighter. He like basically these two guys are everything that you wanted from Mayweather. Everything that you saw from Mayweather skill-wise, but everything that you wanted from him from an offensive standpoint. So basically, they are Mayweather in the first half of his career, and they don't take the second half to and they don't take that second half off of their career. At least not yet they have. And it is some beautiful boxing to watch. Now, there's something else to be actually watched for. Right? As the basketball the basketball season is officially over. Which means that now the basketball offseason has begun. And with the basketball offseason be um, beginning, that means we're going to start seeing a bunch of moves starting from now, leading into the draft, where the names like LaMelo Ball and Anthony Cole and and and, and are, are still two of the names, the two highlighted, two of the highlighted names around this draft. LaMelo Ball is already getting his sneaker deal with um, with Puma, which is basically, oh, look at that, um... Cam Newton. Oh, you know, give me, give me my sounder for this one. Oh shit! I thought Cam Newton was was practicing today. No, the Patriots canceled practice today after another positive test. So I know that Cam Newton was was supposed to be making his way back, um, um to start practicing again with the team. But now it looks like the, the New England Patriots just canceled their practice now. So we didn't even talk about the Patriots possibly, um, having their game canceled. But it looks like the New England Patriots game. May get canceled. They already had a game pushback. So if they have a positive test today, they need to have, which I don't, I still don't get how you can have a positive test today, but they need 40, they, they need two days of straight negative tests. How do you get negative in 48 hours? What happens is that they have one of these, they, they have a not so reliable test. That's what the NFL has. They have these fast reaction tests. And what happens with these fast reaction tests is that they can have, they can, they can have a false positive but it will never have a false negative. So if you get positive, then you get, then you put yourself in to go get the other the, uh, the other more extensive test, and then those tests will determine if you have any true um, if you have any true positive cases. In case you guys are really as I as I as I throw these as I throw these words out here, right? And I'm and I'm saying some stuff. Just know that these are how the back workings are, and I know this going in. So I'm, so so sometimes I'm I'm, 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 I'm playing I'm playing I, I do this for you guys. I do this. I do this for you guys. And and yeah, Nat, I, I feel you. I feel you when it comes to Cam Newton. You 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 guys. You know you you guys had a bad experience, and this is and this is the why. Uh, this is the why that he didn't get. He never got his contract back with with Carolina. This is the reason why he's had his injury issues, and this is the reason why he even got sick this year. When it comes to Cam Newton, you know. You get it. You got a good sports hatred for Cam Newton. I got it. But look at the New England Patriots going to end up shutting down um, their practices for right now. So let's get let's get back into the NBA because as I was as I was saying earlier is that the NBA um, has now crowned a champion right and and for their 2020 season they went into a bubble they they were they were able to not have any any positive test and they were able to finish out their season but now that the season is over and they have crowned the champion we've now gotten to the point of the off season and with the off season brings up brings up a lot of different moves right. You're gonna obviously bad coaches are gonna be gone. Bad GMs are gonna be gone. Good, some good coaches and GMs are gonna be gone. You may not, they just may not think that you have, that you have the right voice to continue pushing this team forward. But basically, this is when the NBA carousel starts. When you start seeing that revolving door of of GMs and coaches and and, and other positions start to take place, as well as players as well. As I mentioned before, we have the draft is coming up right now, and Lamelo Ball has already signed his sneaker deal with Puma, which is basically. Which is basically topping off the end, I would say, to their big baller brand, right, and their apparel line, because the 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 oldest son has already left the big baller brand and gone with a, another sneaker company. The middle son is is a is a sneaker free agent. His own father wouldn't sign him to a sneaker deal. <laughs> That happened until I say it. <laughs> I, I, I had to pause on that one. 
there's some things that I don't even realize until until they actually come out of my mouth. The middle son is a sneaker-free agent because his own dad wouldn't sign him to a sneaker deal. So now with the youngest son, LaMelo Ball, right? <laughs> Coming um now making about to, getting ready to make his NBA debut. He's officially signed a sneaker deal. He's going with Puma. If I'm not mistaken, I think Puma is still affiliated with Rock Nation and and no no what are they? Is Jay-Z still affiliated with Puma? I think he is. I think he is, if I'm not mistaken. So he so he may so don't be surprised if he becomes a Rock Nation athlete. Like, don't be surprised at all if he be, if he signed with Puma already as a sneaker deal. But he's at a sneaker deal, and with that signing, they have they have no talent on their apparel company or in their sneaker company. Basically, if the big baller brand is Daddy trying to make his second coming into relevancy. To be honest with you, <clears throat> I mean, we understand what he did. He was like, "Yo, you didn't want to get my boy a sneaker deal? I'm gonna get my boy a sneaker deal. Let him know what sneaker deal is before we get a sneaker deal." And then eventually, they all, they all got sneaker deals, <laughs> except for the one. But also with that, we now start to see coaches starting to get fired. As you, as you already know, Doc Rivers has left the LA the 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 LA Clippers. I'm about to say the LA Chargers. <laughs> but he they, he's left the LA Clippers, and the LA Clippers are now going to be looking for a new head coach. But before they can get their new head coach in the door, Doc Rivers has now signed with the Philadelphia um, Philadelphia 76ers. In case you don't know this already, and. The key thing about him signing with the 76 is that Doc Rivers is no longer going by Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers has now officially changed his name. Like, he said, I don't longer want to go by Doc, even though you've been calling me Doc ever since forever. I want to go by my real name, and I'm going to have you guys call me Glenn. And he goes by the name Glenn Rivers now. And he is the new coach of the Philadelphia 76ers. And one of the one of the most interesting things that I, that I say about him being the coach of the Philadelphia 76ers is... By the signing of some of these new head coaches, you can tell, you, you can kind of tell which direction they may want to go in, or who may be the new emphasis of the team. Step, um, Houston's former coach, and New York Knicks' former coach, and the and the Phoenix Suns' former coach, D'Antoni. He was one of the. He was supposed to be the front candidate. For the Philadelphia uh, Philadelphia 76ers job. But once Glenn Rivers, Doc Rivers, became available, they quickly went to go into interviewing Doc Rivers. And now you're hearing coaching jobs popping up around the around the area, around the league, and Coach D'Antoni is being overlooked almost everywhere. And we'll keep continuing to the into some of these jobs that, that that'll be that'll that he's being passed up for. As it, as it looked like the Philadelphia the 76ers were just ready to give him the, 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 the keys to the guard, the, the keys to the city. They were ready to give him his team. Which would have meant that Ben Simmons was going to have to learn how to shoot a three-point shot. And you would have saw Ben Simmons flourish heavily in this in, in this in, in this offense. And you would have seen and you would have and, and you would have seen a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. I mean, to, to nauseam. A lot of pick and roll, which isn't which isn't bad for this team that involved Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. And I'm not gonna say that you're not gonna see some of that with, with Glenn Rivers. What I'm saying is that it's not going to be to the point that you see it was used in Houston with a guy like James Harden. But even though it's gonna be highly useful in a team that involves a six foot nine, six foot ten guard. In Ben Simmons, and then another six foot ten to seven footer center in Joel Embiid. You would have saw their offense flourish, and you would have seen their defense take a back seat. With Glenn Rivers as their head coach, not only do you believe that you're going to see their offense flourish and at least be more efficient, you're going to see their defense shine. And for a, and and for somebody like Ben Simmons, who's already considered one of the top defenders in the league for his position because he's a six ten point guard, and also Joel Embiid, who's also known very well to be a great defender, you're gonna see their defensive prowess explode. You're gonna see it completely take off. 
And that was going to be the biggest thing that, Doc, that, that Glenn Rivers is going to be going to help with that Philadelphia team. Now, as Glenn leaves to go to Philly, that opens up a vacancy in L.A. The L.A. Clippers didn't look for D'Antoni. Just to let you know. The New Orleans Pelicans, for their young team, they're not looking to D'Antoni either. For their young team, they're actually going to somebody that, that we actually get uh, used to hearing on television. Somebody that we're used to their voice and seeing them over these last five or years or so. More than we even seen them get gotten used to them coach. Maybe 10 years. But as Doc Rivers leaves L.A., we come back to that one, don't worry. That's a little teaser for you. As Doc Rivers leaves L.A., he's going to have to be replaced by somebody. And the person that they found to replace Doc Rivers in L.A. is the former coach of LeBron James, is the former coach of the, of the Cleveland Cavaliers, is the former championship coach of the Cleveland Cavaliers, is the former coach that beat a 73-9 and champion Golden State Warrior team while down 3-1 to win a champion, Tyrone Lue. And while this sounds exciting to a lot of people, to me, eh, I'm not that thrilled. To me, this doesn't move the needle. To me, this doesn't say anything to me. And that's only because we'll, have, we'll see. We'll really see how good of a coach Ty Lue is. Because to be honest with you, we've only seen him coach in one, in one environment. And in that one environment that he coached in, he happened to have the one player that can take any team. If you put him on there right now, he, you're talking about the one player that can take any team directly to a conference championship, if not an NBA Finals. So we'll see. It's one thing that I do know. Everything that I did mention about him just a while ago about Tyrone Lue, the fact that he did coach LeBron, the fact that he did coach the Cavs, the fact that, that he did win a championship, the fact that he was down 3-1 in, um, in, in that finals to, go, to come back and beat a 73-9 Golden State team. The fact that all that happened, because that's all they'll say. They won't talk about any, any, of, the, uh, any of the circumstances that, that, that took place to lead up to it. Now, those are the narratives that, that, that is the resume of Ty, of Ty Lue. Because of that, he does have the respect of players. <laughs> so now we'll see if he has the respect of guys like Montrez Harrell as a head coach. As a, uh, for a guy like Kawhi Leonard as a head coach. For a guy, I mean, Paul George has no reason not to, but for a guy like Paul George as a head coach. But for a guy like Patrick Beverly as a head coach. Let's see what kind of respect he can truly demand. Because when you ask me, right, when, when, you ha when I look at it, I, 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 I have to pause before I can call him a good coach, if I can call him a great coach, before all of those accolades that... Okay, so the Kansas coach... Um, okay, so, so on Les Miles, the, um, he's the coach for Kansas. So let me finish off on that breaking news that I just saw that pop against my wife. <laughs> He did come up, he did pop positive for, for COVID-19, so he won't be traveling with his team. So that is the reason why Les Miles will not be traveling with his team, right? And I believe that's it, his team is Kentucky or Kansas, one of those two teams. Okay, so let's get back, and uh, as we talk about one coach, let's go talk about, let's finish talking about this coach in Tyrone Lue. So we'll have to see if he really has the respect of these players, or what kind of respect he can command and demand. Because anytime that you are, anytime you're a LeBron James coach team, I, I I have to pause and I have to really think how much of this is you and how much of this <laughs> how much of this is is LeBron because we all know the kind of influence that LeBron has on his team. We all know how much command LeBron James has on the floor. So while there are a lot of coaches and you may see some adjustments and other things how much of this 
was really or is really Ty Lue. Remember when, Le when Ty Lue went to go coach LeBron? That was his first ever coaching job. Ever coaching job. And while he did win a championship with his first ever coaching job, he also did it who happens to be the best player in the game today and also one of the most demanding and commanding presences on the floor and to a team today. So we'll see. I am not the one to automatically say that having Ty Lu is now better than having Doc Rivers. It may be a different voice, and it may add to a little bit more motivation, but I can't automatically say that having Ty Lu is better than is better than having Doc Rivers. I can't sit here and automatically say having a coach like Ty Lu makes your team a better team. He's only coached one team, and that team happened to be LeBron. And I can't say he made them better. He just made... It was LeBron. <laughs> he found a way to LeBron buy in. And listen, to, and to get LeBron to buy in has to, has to show that you have a good basketball IQ. Obviously, right? Like, it obviously, like, you have to have that. But we'll see. Because... Nothing about Tyrone Lue says to me that having him makes your team a better team, an automatic playoff contender, an automatic champion. But I'm happy for Ty Lue he got the opportunity to get the job. I just don't believe he is the coach to take the L.A. Clippers to their next spot. And honestly, I don't know who that coach may be, to be honest with you. I just don't believe that it's Ty Lue. But you know what? He's going to get an opportunity and... This team isn't going to be together for long, so I'm not quite sure how long his how long his leash is going to be or how hot that seat is that he's on. But there's only one year left on that Kawhi that, that Kawhi Leonard deal, and also that LA Clippers team just sent away all, I mean, damn near all of their future picks that they could send to get Paul George. So we'll see. Good luck to you, Tyloo. I hope you do well, but I see a couple of more second. What's what's going on, good? <laughs> oh, and, and I see my boy Jack popping up on the podcast. What's going on, Jackie? What's, nah, I'm, I'm just I'm just getting I'm just getting into this into this into this Tyrone Lou um the Tyrone Lou sided. I'm I'm not a big fan of it, and to be honest with you, I see more I see more second round I see more I see more second I see another I should say I should say more. I see another second round bounce with with, with Ty Lue. Like I'm gonna really, I'm gonna really have to, and th and this is me evaluating Ty Lue right now. I'm gonna really have to see after like 60 games what they look like. You know, or maybe halfway into the season, I'm gonna really have to see because you're still talking about still trying to manage Kawhi, Le trying to manage Kawhi Leonard. You just found out that 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 Paul George is mentally soft. Like so, if Doc Rivers isn't the guy to draw everything out of those guys. I don't, I don't know if, if Ty Lue is that guy. But you know who else isn't that guy either? And it isn't any fault to him. But also, you see now Daryl Murray for the Houston Rockets. As, as the NBA carousel continues, you see the you see the GM for the see the GM for the Houston Rockets, he now steps down. So now we've already heard of of their head coach D'Antoni um leaving. And now you see their general manager leaving. And actually, you know what? I am mad I did not prepare this for you guys beforehand because there's something that I really wanted to see. There's something that I really wanted to look at because to be honest with you, the fact that now the head coach is gone and the fact that and the fact that now your general manager is gone, I, I am under the firm belief that this is the last run for James Harden in Houston. I wholeheartedly believe that this is the last run for James Harden in Houston. Let's see here. He he's, he has a contract through 2021, 21, 22, and also he has a player option in 22, 23. This is this is this is James Harden's last run, to be honest with you. Because once you get rid of you've already the head coach is already gone, and now you've gotten rid of the general manager. So what they're basically going to say is that. 
we've done the head coaching thing enough. We've and and as much as they've liked what the general manager has done and bringing in pieces and putting your style of basketball in with his style of basketball and the analytics and the three point and everything else, we're gonna try this one last time. James Horner has what three years left in his contract. We're gonna try this one last time. And if they can't get this done with James Harden, James Harden isn't re-signing with Houston. So I'm letting you know this now. James Harden will not be re-signed with Houston. This is what this Daryl Murray firing just let me see. They're gonna try to they're gonna try to revamp this one more time around James Harden. And if they can't get this done, if James Harden comes out again and hits them with the You have failed this city. Then they're gonna be looking to move him. Like what more? What more can you do and what more is there to be done? You've, you've changed coaches. You've, you've changed countless of players. You brought in his bestie. You had, you had Paul, look, you had Chris Paul. Like Chris Paul literally just did what you did. <laughs> and yet you couldn't do anything extra when you had him. So, I'm I'm putting it on wax right now. I'm 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 I am letting you guys I'm letting you guys eat it up. This this I, I this is gonna be way too early, but I'm letting you know right now. And, and people are gonna be and, and everybody's gonna come on this late. But this is the last. This is gonna be. This is this is James Harden's last contract with Houston. After this, Houston is gonna go ahead and they're gonna revamp them. They're gonna revamp. Thank you for sharing the show, goods. I appreciate it. They're gonna go ahead and they're gonna revamp their offense or revamp this team. And and we all know Houston, right? Houston, when they rebuild, they don't fall to the they don't fall they don't fall to the bottom very long. They haven't been at the at the very bottom for um very long, at least since the nineties, right? They found a way to consistently try to get try, try to get the necessary star players, try to get the necessary complementary players to keep themselves consistently playoff relevant, right? We're talking about as back as as far back as as Elijahwan eventually teaming up with Clyde Drexler. We're talking about as far back as 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 getting um as, as having Tracy McGrady and 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 having teamed up with Yao Ming. And now we're seeing and now we're seeing the era of James Harden teamed up with Russell Westbrook. They will go through this again, right? And and they'll they'll get rid of James Harden in about three four years, right? Or two three years. We'll see if they they will see if they if they just don't re-sign him. And now, and and this is what we're gonna, and and this is how this is gonna be, this is gonna be the interesting part to see how this story plays out, because we're gonna want to see if, because I'm telling you, he's not gonna be, he's not gonna come back, he's not gonna be back after this contract. What we're gonna be waiting to see is if Houston doesn't resign him, and for and, and just kind of forces him to leave, which obviously he'll be he'll um he'll be he'll be opted in for his playing um for his player option in that last in that last year. And I think in that last year he'll be due forty-seven million dollars. He's getting forty-one now this year. Well, he he just got thirty-eight last year. That the season that just finished, he's gonna get forty-one for this next season coming up. I think he's gonna get forty-four the season after that. And then the last season he has a player option for forty-seven freaking million dollars. Good lord, that's a lot of money. Jesus, I feel like I just I just asked for a ransom. <laughs> <laughs> I want forty-seven million dollars. <laughs> oh shit! Shout out to Austin Powers and Minion. So that's gonna that's the, that's gonna be the interesting part to me is, is to see if if they just let him ride out his contract there, and and he's and he's forced to take that player option, or. I know. Thank you. Thank you. I got a double mind to you on that one. Or if they kind of force him out and to see if that and and to see if that if that relationship starts to get starts to get dicey at the end, or if they look to trade him, and you start to hear in that next to last year that hey James Harden is on the trading block, because even though we know it may not work for Houston, two years from now, right? Or by the end of by the end of ne last year, yeah, next year. So yeah, two years from now, a year and a half from now. If James Harden is on the trading block, are you taking him on your team? Do you think that he's going to be the guy to help your team move over to the top? Or move over the top? Or get over the top, I should say. And if that's the case, 
then the end of his contract starts to get really, really, really good. I'm going to let you guys sit and think about that one. Because you know what? We're done with the Mighty Sports Podcast. I hope you enjoy your weekend. I hope you enjoyed the show. I thank you all that have taken the time out to, to always come out and listen to me. Nat, Poe, the goods. You know what I mean? I had Chill Will come out and join me two day, a couple days ago. I got Mark in the room. Everybody, I do appreciate the love. And as we like to say on the podcast, everybody that listened and everybody that listens, everybody that even that hasn't listened yet, I hope you all catch a wave that never subsides. This is Dallin Omar Taylor with the Mighty Sports Podcast, and I am out of here. Sorry, B. I tried. Honest. Did I forget anything? All the bandwidth in the world couldn't keep me contained. No lag. No lag. Gonna share my talents with Podbean Live. Always knew I'd take the pod there. Just a lot later than a lot of listeners thought. Last of the real gabbers. Well, maybe not the last. Munchkin got good mic skills. New, improved, my T podcaster. Potting down now. Last call for drinks. <coughs> Bars closing. Sun's out. Out of mercy. Heard the casino got a buffet breakfast. Don't want to go far. Wild night. Tired, B. Tired. My T. Sports. Lomachenko in fourth.